This is Susan Wheelbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hello, Bright Soul. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. For those of us in the United States, I hope you enjoyed your 4th of July. Long weekend for us here, for most of us, celebrating Independence Day. I ended up going to a water park with my daughter, which was a lot of fun. It was also a little bit tiring. I ended up getting over 20,000 steps. For those of us that track our steps, I'm analytical. So I love Fitbits. I'm all about the Fitbit and it just helps me to track. It's the analyst in me. Anyway, (laughs) we had a good time and I just gave myself permission to rest and rejuvenate, which is what I want to talk to you about today. Do you ever have those times where you feel stressed and overwhelmed and overly busy and you feel like you're going to explode because you have a million things to do, you don't know how you're going to get to it, and you feel like people are just constantly needing from you and pulling from you? Does this sound familiar? I mean, hopefully it's not something that's a daily occurrence, which I can raise my hand. I've lived many years of my life that way. Still do in many ways. Um, But From time to time, things can get a little bit crazy, and especially if you're emotionally and energetically sensitive, you can feel like you're just, for me, I start feeling like I'm going to explode, and I know in myself that it's time to blow the whistle, take a time out, and backtrack, and so I want to share with you today things that I have done and continue to do that really help me in this area, and we'll go over practical things, and then we'll talk about spiritual things you can do to relieve yourself because it's so important to relieve ourselves of this burden so we can be more present and we can show up and be more productive, make less mistakes and feel better overall. So the first practical thing I want to talk about is really looking at your schedule and seeing which tasks are self-imposed and which ones that you can actually just let go or readjust. And let me give you an example. For decades, I've been waking up between the hour of 3.30 a.m. and 4.45 a.m. to exercise before my workday. I've done it for so long, I can't even tell you. I'm a morning person. I like to work out in the morning because as a single mother or even as a parent, things come up during the day that would cause you to not be able to get your workout in. And physical exercise is extremely important to me. So that's just my time. No one's up during that hour. It's super quiet. I can get up, get my workout done. And for me, it just sets the tone for my whole day. So I'm in such a habit of doing that, that even if I get to bed late, I will typically still just get up in the morning and just be sleep deprived that day. By the way, that's why I do not take phone calls or answer emails or even take clients past 8 p.m. That is my time to go to bed because I get up so early. Sometimes I get really persistent new clients who want me to drop everything and take them even late into the evening hours. And I just don't do that because I wouldn't be able to be fully present. I need my sleep. And in order for me to channel, my body is what I use to channel. So I have to take really good care of my body. So so on the days that I am up really late... Over this past summer, I've been allowing myself to sleep in and moving my workout to the afternoons, which actually I don't mind it as much, but I just have to rearrange my schedule to make sure I can still get my workout in. And there's been some days this summer where I've had to skip my workout and I'll just do something else instead. So I'll give myself 15 minutes of breath work to do, or maybe I will do 
a little bit of yoga for 15 minutes on work breaks or something like that. So I really just had to reassess the type of self-imposed limitations I'm putting on myself in order to still take really good care of myself because this summer has not been normal. It is absurdly busy. You know, my daughter is home. She's learning to drive. She's in lots of activities. I've had some things in my family that have required my attention. I'm really busy with work and then managing my client base. There's been travel coming up. There's just been a lot. I have a lot of potential changes happening that I'm trying to manage. Went through a divorce, uh, which was final a couple of months ago, which was a great thing, but it's still readjusting. And if anybody's ever had to change your name, it's such a hassle, but it's worth it at the same time because every time I change something with my name, my personal power increases. So that's been great. But I have all of these circulating changes going on, just like I'm sure you do, because planetary wise, that's kind of what's been going on. It's been forcing these changes. So I've really had to sit down and say, okay, what has to get done today? And the way I've personally managed that list is by making a weekly list. And I learned this from Kate Northrup, and I think it's phenomenal, and it's helped me so much. Instead of doing a daily list, which is something I've done for years, it's just a productivity task management thing that I learned many years ago, I started making a weekly list. Here are all the things I've got to get done this week. That way, if something comes up on Monday that allows me to not get things done that I plan to get done that day, I still have Tuesday through Saturday to get those things done. And when I cross it off, it makes me feel better and it just helps me to not put so much pressure on myself. Because what I have found is that most of the things that are stressing me out are things that I'm self-imposing. For example, when I sit down for the day and think, okay, I need to make this meal for lunch and I need to make this meal for dinner. If my energy is really low, I'm not doing it. Sorry, not going to do it today. <laughs> Tell my daughter, look, I'm a really good cook. We have an instant pot, which makes amazing meals in a really short amount of time. But if I don't have the energy to do it, you know, I'll just talk to her. Hey, could you put something together? Or maybe we can just go through Panera and get salads for dinner. And it's not only about managing your time, it's also about managing your energy. So I've just learned ways to shortcut. Yes, I can make this elaborate meal and it would be delicious and I can do it, but I don't have the energy to do it today. So we're going to do something really simple or we're going to have to just cut our, our budget somewhere else and go get something to eat. And I've been okay with that because it's helped me to balance myself. I'm no longer willing to put spread myself out and just absolutely put myself on fumes to please others or to maintain a certain image or a certain expectation that others have imposed on me. I'm no longer willing to do it. I'm at a place in my life where I want to be present. I want to actually live and enjoy myself. I don't want to just constantly output and burn the candle at both ends. And if you're listening to this, I have a feeling you're feeling the same way or you're in that cycle of burning the candle at both ends. And I know in our working life, there are some things that we can't control. So you may have certain deadlines and things that you have to do. And so that's different. So I'm talking about areas where you can adjust. For example, I actually really like my work. And so I'm one of those type of people that if they tell me it's due in a week, I'll try to get it done in two days because I just want to get it done. And I quit doing that to myself. I'm like, okay, well, I know that I'm a high achiever. I know that I can get something done and I like to output and I like to be ahead of, I like to basically under promise and over deliver. That's just the way that I've been trained, but I've just been giving myself a little bit of a break. Hey, I'm still going to achieve. I'm still going to go above and beyond, but I don't have to put so much pressure on myself 
in areas that are not necessary. Because when you do that to yourself all the time, it's like you're almost always in fight or flight or you're always rushing and you miss moments. You miss being able to just sit in the present and breathe. And it just, it overstimulates your nervous system. And, and when you're energetically sensitive, you really can't afford to do that to yourself. So let me just do a little mini recap because I'm sharing personal examples to let you know that this is something that I'm living. I'm walking it. And that's why I'm talking to you about it because this is my life and chances are it's yours too. So what I do is look at areas where I can adjust. I sit down and make a weekly list and then I look at that list and ask myself, do I really have to get that done this week? I mean, do I really have to get that done or do I want to get it done? And if I don't have to get it done, it goes to the bottom of the list. So it's like, these are the things that I have to get done. I have to go to work. Maybe I have clients scheduled. So, and I want to do that. So I have to do this part. I got to get my daughter to these events that she has scheduled. I need to have groceries in the house at least so we can have food to eat. You know, I'm just giving you examples and everything else is extra. You know, if I wanted to drop something off at Goodwill that's extra. I don't have to do that. I'd like to do it. And if I have the energy and the time, I'll do it. But if I don't have the energy and time, and this week is just crazy busy, then I'm not doing it. I'm just giving you some suggestions. That's something that I've been doing. It's almost the art of doing less. You're more present, you're more energized, you're more rested. And so you have the energy for those other things. The mental stress is a lot. It actually really does drain you in a way that makes you feel like you've been physically doing all these things when you really haven't because it disrupts your sleep. It disrupts your breathing patterns. I don't know if you've ever noticed this, that most of the time when you're stressed or in your head, you breathe very shallow. So you're not really oxygenating your body the way you would if you're deeply relaxed and you miss things. You make mistakes. I mean, I know I do, but it is science that you tend to make more mistakes when you're stressed out and you're tired and you're rushing. Slow down. Let's reevaluate. You know, and part of this is just patriarchal pressure or personal pressure, cultural pressure of the image that we want to portray or the image that others have of us or expectations they have of us. I mean, I started this about a year and a half ago, year and a half, two years ago, starting to say, you know what? I want to be able to be a full present version of myself. And the more that I learn energetically and the more healing modalities I incorporate and the more that I work on doing my own healing work so that my vibration raises and that I can serve more and help more, the more that I become aware of ways in which I just need to let things go. You know, if my house isn't spotless all the time, oh well. I used to put so much pressure on myself because I have a military background, so we're very clean people and disorganized areas and clutter. I can't deal with it. Part of it's because I am energetically sensitive, but I like things to be very picked up. I want the counters clean. Like I'm just super cleanly. And I didn't realize how cleanly I was until I started going around other people <laughs> who were just okay with stuff laying around and, you know, it doesn't bother them. But for me, it does. And so I used to put a ton of pressure on myself with my chore list of things that I have to get done. I have to get it done. And then at the end of the day, I started looking like, uh, who says you have to get it done? <laughs> you don't have to get it done. Pick it up and be clean. But if you can't dust every, you know, every other day, or you can't get to all of these areas, and it's going to exhaust you to do it, then don't do it or hire someone to come in and clean. And so it's just giving yourself those sanity checks. Hey, the lawn needs to be mowed. 
How long is that going to take me? Well, not very long, but let's look at my energy level today. Do I feel like doing it today? Because if it has to get done, maybe I can ask someone else to do it, or maybe I can hire someone to do it. Or if it doesn't have to be done today, let me allow myself to do it on a day where I'm more rested and I feel more like it. So again, I know I'm over explaining, but I'm giving you examples that we just kind of need to like reevaluate which areas are we doing this to ourselves? Where can we adjust? The other thing is making time for yourself. And I know this is really challenging, especially if you are a parent and you have children. It's tough because a lot of times the kids just things come up and they need your attention right here and now. And so things that you had planned or time that you had set aside for yourself, it gets taken. Your kids have to come first, especially when they're little. If they have a need and it's something that can't wait, that's your responsibility to tend to that. And I get it because I live it. Sometimes giving yourself a little bit of time, it's different for everyone. Sometimes it's just sleeping or napping or maybe you're so busy all day long and you're just overcrowded with activity that you just want to sit and watch TV for 30 minutes. I'm not talking about excessive TV, but I know for me, I'm always learning and I'm feeding my mind with spiritual material or educational material. I'm always trying to learn productivity methods or spirituality or new healing modalities. I'm just learning constantly. I feed myself and I'm meditating and I'm doing, sometimes I don't want to do those things. Sometimes I just need to like have a normal activity. That's why when I went to the water park with my daughter, it was fun. I didn't have any phone connected to me. I was gone all day. We took a cooler and I enjoyed it. And a lot of times now I'll just turn my phone completely off. Sometimes I'll even take off my Fitbit because I don't want it buzzing me every hour to tell you to move and get steps. And I'll put on my headphones and I'll put on a eye mask and I'll meditate. Or maybe I'll go for a walk or maybe I will watch TV. That's something I don't do very often. And here lately, it's like, you know what? My mind just needs some downtime. Maybe I do want a little bit of mindless entertainment that takes my mind off of other things. It's okay for me to do that because I don't do it excessively. I don't do it very often. And so it's just whatever it is for you that feeds you and it's taking the pressure off of yourself. Where's your release valve? Popping the release valve, letting things go. So spiritual things that I do on a regular basis to keep myself grounded, to blow off extra steam or balance my energy field or just connect to myself because that's important. I do meditation, of course. Baths are great, and I will do those usually at the end of the day um, after my daughter's in bed or sometimes on the weekends if I wake up early and she's still sleeping, I'll do it in the morning before she wakes up. So it's just finding those little slots that work for you. Sometimes um, I will do red light therapy. That's something that I started doing a couple months ago that I really enjoy. There's 12-minute sessions. You stand up in it. It's kind of like a tanning bed. But for me, it boosts my mood and it's good for your skin. So that's something, little 12 minutes that I just give myself to replenish because I, I want to take care of my physical body as well as my soul, my spirit. It's all connected. I also listen to my energy healing downloads. So sometimes when I put on my headphones and my eye mask, I'll listen to my energy healing downloads because I know the energy that's in it and I know the purity and what came through me when I created them. So I do those. I also get private energy healing sessions. I do those usually on a weekly basis. So I will connect with an energy healer. We'll do private sessions so that I have someone else giving to me the way I give to others. It's important to me. And also it's important that I hire other people in my field to support 
my line of work. I think that's really important. And, you know, I'm open. If she can share things with me that I may need to know or areas that I can evolve or learn, I'm open to it because I want to continually learn so that I can provide more. The other thing that I do is breath work. Sometimes I'll do group breath work sessions. Sometimes I'll get private sessions, but I build those in for myself. And I did those even when my daughter was small. I used to have a private breath work coach come over She'd come over after my daughter was in bed or it was supposed to be her bedtime. Sometimes she'd come out and be sneaky and try to watch us and whatever. It didn't matter. Um, She was really sweet, the lady that used to do private sessions with me. And so I just find those ways to fit it in. And if you are open to it and it's something you want, it'll come to you. The main thing is just relaxing and realizing you don't have to be everything to everyone You deserve a break. A lot of times the societal pressures that are put upon women and men are absolutely absurd. They're abnormal and it's not fair. And if you burn the candle at both ends and then you burn yourself out mentally, emotionally, and physically, you're no good to anyone. And in order to do this work and to walk our purpose on the planet, we need to also enjoy ourselves. Enjoyment's important. That's one of the things that has continually come up for me over the years, is that I don't have enough fun or enjoy myself. And so that's something that I've been working on. I feel like I have this conversation a lot with empathic people, energetically sensitive people, colleagues of mine, even clients, where when you're on this path, sometimes it feels kind of lonely, like you really don't connect with other people. And I'm with you. Here where I live, I don't smoke and I don't like to be around smokers. It actually agitates me energetically and physically. So I don't want to be around people that smoke. It's not a judgment. It's the fact that I personally can't deal with it. I just can't. I mean, if they want to do it away from me, it's okay, but I can't. I don't like to be around people that get drunk or excessively drink. I don't like to be around people that do recreational drugs. Again, it's not a judgment. I'm energetically sensitive. So when they do those activities and create holes in their auras and invite lower entities in, I'm psychic. So I see all that going on and I can't enjoy myself and I can't let my guard down. And so it's not fun. It becomes protective and work-based for me. So it's, I don't want to do it (laughs) and I'm not going to do it. So I've gotten really good at enjoying my own company and doing things by myself. This has been years in the making because I've kind of been a loner most of my life. I have close friends, but where I live, none of my close friends live very close to me. I've made friends here. I'm not saying that, but part of the enjoyment process has been getting out and meeting new people that are into the same things I'm into. And that may be something that you want to look into. And meetups is a great way to find that. You know, the other side of that is when you go to meetups that are centered around things that you enjoy. For me, I do like a lot of alternative healing meetups and things like that. But then we're working because we're swapping ideas and we're sharing. So I'm in a place of shifting into friendships and enjoy enjoyable activities. I personally like to have coffee and tea. So I'm looking at things like that, like meeting people for coffee and tea where they're not wanting me to look into a situation and give them insight. That's work, (laughs) even though it's a part of me. Do you get what I mean? Like there's an element where you need to actually relax and not work and give your mind a reset. Finding what that is for you is perfect. Resting is productive. I just want you to know that leisure is productive. To live a balanced life, we need everything. Not we have to have work and play, not all work. Not all play, but a balance of both. I'm talking to myself here. This is something that I'm continually working on and learning. So let's give ourselves permission to do less 
Let's manage our time, our energy, our resources, release the expectation of ourselves and others when it's unrealistic and allow other people to be upset with their unrealistic expectations of us. Sometimes we just need to check other people and say, you know what? I deserve to have a break and I deserve to enjoy myself and I'm not here to just burn the candle at both ends for your enjoyment or pleasure because I know that sometimes these things are self-imposed by others and I know it because I hear it all the time and I've lived it at some point in my life and I'm at the point now where it's like, yeah, not going to do it (laughs) and I want to also give you the encouragement and the empowerment to not do it either. So let's uncross our arms and legs and go into a healing And for this healing, I am just going to clear the auric field and then I'm going to fill you up with beautiful healing energy. So what I'm hearing come forward is that you have permission to give yourself a break. You deserve relaxation and enjoyment. You deserve balance. And part of healthy boundaries is letting other people know what no longer works for you and taking really good care of yourself. some shields okay and so it is thank you so much for listening to this and connecting with me if you haven't left me a review I would so appreciate it if you could go to iTunes leave me a star maybe some comments And I always appreciate your feedback. Subscribe on YouTube because I do post new healings every week. And I just want to support you. And I want to thank you for showing up for yourself. And I'm just hoping that you received something that gave you a shift. That's really my hope for these podcasts. I want to wish you a beautiful day and a transformational week. I wish you lots of love and self-reflection, self-care, rest, enjoyment, and rejuvenation. And I just want to thank you once again. I know I thank you a lot, but I can't thank you enough. Take care. Bye-bye.